Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. Again, the honour and privilege of interviewing the amazing Preston Weeks all the way in the US. So g'day, Press. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm honoured to be here as your guest today. Yeah, and we really connected through Eldon Hassar, um, who I'd been in contact with several years through LinkedIn, and I jumped on one of your amazing webinars where you had incredible people. So yeah, that, then we followed up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we put on the Power of You event, which was amazing. We had thousands of people from all over the world come and together to unite with a common goal to make people better, to make their lives better, and to make a difference in the world. I love that. And boy, oh boy, are you connected with some amazing people such as yourself and Eldon. But yeah, Mark Victor Hansen, he's um, one of my mentors, and I would love to partner with him somehow in one of his Chicken Soup Souls uh, series. But anyway, for the benefit of our audience, Preston is a professional business builder, strategist, um, and closer, and a coach for impactful, high net worth individuals. And you press, you had a car dealership, didn't you? And, you know, you built that up and you faced some challenges. So we'll touch on that. But what we do, we start off with asking something that's very passionate to me is courage. So what does courage mean to you, Press? Courage to me means it's just, it's just that inner strength that people have to overcome something that's a stop. We all face stops in life. We all face challenges. That's not exclusive to anyone in the world. And everyone's challenge is a little bit different, but it's what inside, what's inside of us that drives us to get past it and to do something, you know, beyond that challenge. Yeah. And, and that's so true. It's like we all have challenges and obstacles and adversities to overcome. And it's not the absence of them. It's kind of navigating through them. And I guess in using a car analogy, it's driving through your fears, isn't it, Press? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fear is a huge stop for people. And so that's a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. You're a wonderful business and personal success now, but it hasn't always been that way, Press. So what's one time when you were feeling a little bit less than courageous? Yeah, well, to drop back into, you know, my story and my big thing that I had to overcome in my business, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I started with one $1,600 car and I reinvested in myself. And I was actually trying to figure out how to pay for school, but I built that and I built that and I built that. And I ended up in, in the long run, building that into a business that was able to do $50 million a year and it had multiple verticals. I owned and co-owned 15 different car dealerships, nine at the same time. And it had, you know, finance company and different things like that. But as I was going, I was trying to figure things out. I was trying to build my brand. I was trying to build you know, what I was doing. And I had one of my, one of my car dealerships, I was really intimately involved with. It was kind of my baby. I had left uh, a business partner and left a car dealership and went on and started this car dealership. And it was growing, it was growing and it was like snowballing and everything was doing so good. 
until one day I was hit with this wall. I was hit with this challenge that was really tough. So I had inventory, we were in a growth phase and I was, I had a lot of inventory that was financed through this company. And what happened was in, in the big scheme of things, that company was acquired by a company that I was working with on a, on other financing. There was a competitor. And when those two companies found out, you know, that they're working together, they basically had shut down all the break, all the connection points between each other because they didn't want to work with people that were working with the other company. So I took off on a vacation one day. I was at Lake House. I was trying to be disconnected from my phone. I come back. I fly into town. I get in, you know, late at night. And all of a sudden, my inventory manager calls me the next morning. And he says, hey, Preston, they've come here and they're taking all the cars. They're taking all the inventory. So I panic. I try to you know, go in. I try to fix it. But you know, I did, I did a bunch of things trying to resolve it. But the, the short story is they ended up calling a note due. It was like a one and a half million dollar note I had on, on inventory. And it was not sustainable to survive that car dealership. And this is something... It was my idea, my dream. You know, I put so much work in this. I had my family working for me. I had my friends working so for me. It was not stuff. only your business, it was your life, your livelihood. Yeah, it was everything I put into this. And I was the responsible party for everything on it at the end. So it put a lot of pressure back on me. And I had to figure this out and resolve it. But what was the challenge. The problem when I dove into that was I was going through this and I had all this pressure on me and I felt personally like I was a failure. Yeah. And that, that devastated me. It brought me to this spot where I had to you know, really dig deep and really learn about myself and really change everything. Yeah. Yeah. You touched on feeling personally responsible, but how dark did it get for you, Preston? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, I remember the last few days when we were running the dealership, I remember I could see the dominoes falling. I was trying to juggle. I was trying to manage. I was trying to save it. And coming up to that, those last final days, I felt so much pressure on me personally. I mean, it, it was tearing me apart inside. I didn't have the tools and the skill set at the time to be the emotional strength pillar that I've learned to be now in life. And you know, I was headed towards depression. I was headed towards, you know, all those negative things, you know, abusive, you know, mental behaviors and different things like that. And, you know, fearing, okay, I'm going to have to tell my employees, okay, this is the day that you can't come in anymore. You know, this is it, this is the end. And I had to decide when that was. And I just felt like I had the weight of the world on top of me. Yeah. So how did just quickly press, how did you get through that then? Well, yeah, I was in my darkest days. I was trying to figure this out and I felt so much pressure. And my aunt had told me about some kind of training thing that she had done. I, my whole life, I've been a, a intense researcher, intense learner. I've been a, a, a person that dove into all the different thought leaders, all the different things. I'd been to my first Tony Robbins seminar when I was 16. I flew to Atlanta and I walked on coals and I learned how to do that. But I was missing a critical tool that I needed and I had all this pressure. And so I was like, I've got to just do something. I don't care. I'm going to sign up for this. Um, I'm going to leave. 
and I bought a ticket to this thing. I flew to California the next day. I stayed in a house and I went through this course, but through that point, I was going through and I was learning. I was really analyzing my life and I learned something about myself that was a key indicator that actually set me up to just do personal discovery. That's now my training for formula EQ that I base everything from. And it was that missing, missing piece. And really what it was, was looking at it and realizing that I wasn't a failure. It was the business that failed. Can you state that for the benefit of our audience, Chris? Yeah, no, that that's absolutely correct. It was, I wasn't a failure and it was the business that actually failed. And when we're in that dark spot, when we're in these tough situations, it's very hard to see that you you have a skewed perception, you know, like I've got glasses I wear and, you know, they, they change your vision of the world. Well, I had this cloud, you know, over my world that I couldn't see through. And it was really something that I had personally placed on myself, but it wasn't a healthy behavior. It wasn't anything that was making me grow and differentiating that it gave me that space to realize who I actually was as a person and to really connect to that as a person and go, I'm actually the person that created every single thing here. Mm. And it pivoted everything for me at that moment. Yeah. And thanks so much for sharing that. And that's a really valid point that I want everyone to take heed of. You you weren't the failure. The business failed. And, Mm. you know, you only fail if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and not learning and you learn heaps from that and kudos to you for digging yourself out of that being so totally responsible for the business your life your family's life your employees life so well done and thanks for sharing and flipping it over now what was one time when you felt absolutely courageous and like on top of the world and you could conquer anything press well you know it was really kind of coming through that and, you know, it took me a a little bit of time to kind of figure it out. But once I pivoted that and I realized my greatness and I had separated who I was and who my greatness is from the situation, it gave me clarity and it allowed me to rise up. And actually when I started to deploy those skills and those things in my life, then I was still in the car business at the time. So I just rocketed forward. I go, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it work. And so I started new partnerships. I started new ways to do it. I took all my ideas. I took all my business skills that I had learned because I had been down this tough path of going from one person working by yourself, doing every single thing to having two people, to having 10 people, to having multiple locations, having multiple verticals and things. And so I go, I can do this again. I'm the creator of my life. Mm. And I, I built that up and, you know, ended up running nine car dealerships again, running an automotive group. And we had phenomenal sales. We're doing 120 cars a week and we just exploded. And, but, you know, and I've been on top ever since, and I've been, you know, rocketing and rolling. And your EQ is up there. You have a great formula for it, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and um, you touched on Tony Robbins, a great mentor of both of ours, and we never have a lack of resources. We have a lack of resourcefulness. So when you are resourceful, 
you can overcome the lack of resources. So just, yeah, you got into being resourceful. So congratulations. So now we move on to our Courage acronym press. Um, so that's C-O-U-R-A-G-E. I love keeping things simple. So our first letter being C. So Preston, how do you best connect and communicate with others? Can be online, offline, well, when we can, in person, um, personally, professionally. Yeah, how do you best connect and communicate with others? Yeah, and connecting and communicating is something I've always done well. That's why I did well in the car business. And I think one of the main things that you can do is have authenticity. You know, if you can be vulnerable and be authentic with people, then you can actually really connect and really communicate and do those things. And the people feel it and they'll connect back with you. And then you have long lasting relationships. Yeah, that's that's so true. Like, you know, and I had another interview yesterday with the courage hacker, uh, Patrick Bennyboon, and he spoke about authenticity as all the leaders and, you know, all my guests, they all speak about being real, being authentic and transparent as well. So that's great. So our next letter is O for open heart and open mind. What does that mean to you having an open heart and an open mind press? Well, an open heart and open mind to me means to be like, like a child, you know, like that they're the best example of that. They have, you know, this exploratory ideas that aren't limited. Yeah. I was just going to say no limitations and, you know, they don't know they can't do it till society yeah. tells them. <laughs> yeah. Too, and too many people put all their own blocks up. They put all their stops up and they get in their own way. And then it allows, you know, a situation where they can't see the things that they need to see. They can't see the solutions or they think that they're not realistic or not possible. And so I love that childlike approach to life. Childlike innocence and, you know, unlimited. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And next letter is the letter U. It's kind of one of my faves. And to me, Preston is a funky name. I love it. Um, it's not that I've never heard of it, but that's a bit unique. But what makes Preston Weeks uniquely Preston Weeks press? Well, yeah, what makes me unique is you know, I, I really think everyone's unique in their own way and they have their own special superpowers. And yep. it's that combination yep. of what they put together in their life that makes them unique and beautiful. And I've recognized what those things are in my life. And it's, you know, it's being able to really deeply connect with people. It's being able to understand people. It's being able to read people and, and creatively uh, solve problems out there in the world. But, you know, I love, you know, exploring that too, because I surround myself with people that are uniquely different than me. Yes, yes. And that's how I've been able to build successful businesses to have comprehensive approach and not know that my solutions, the best solution, there's other solutions out there. Yeah. There's a saying like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, you know, yeah. and as leaders and learners and I guess change makers, we're constantly learning, developing ourselves from others who have, I guess, walked the walk as well. So, yeah, love that being uniquely you. So good on you for that. Our next letter is the letter R and you've kind of touched on this, but what's one relationship tip press to develop real relationships personally or professionally? Yeah, no, I think it's that it's that really that second level of authenticity, which is vulnerability. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's you know allowing yourself to share 
with people because especially if you look at the world, if you look at the way things are, we're bombarded with information where you have all these things popping up, people want to really deeply connect. And if they feel like they can really deeply connect with you, and I think the ticket through that, the access is vulnerability, then you can really have you know, that space for you know, those deep things like love or, you know, intimacy or, you know, what deep, deep friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I still realize that it's a person pressing buy or handing over their cash, their check, their credit card, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They might have a need or a want or a pain point that they want solved, but it's still a person. And the more yeah. you create those wonderful relationships the better it is. So thanks so much for sharing that. Our next letter is A for amazing attitude. I mean, we've only more recently connected, but I love your attitude, Press. You're up there. You've got a great vibe. You're connected with amazing people. Um, So how do you achieve and maintain your amazing attitude? Yeah, well, it's a practice. That's an exercise that I think people learn kind of like going to the gym. You have to get used to it. And people that aren't used to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you got to lift the weights and, you know, build the muscle. But you do, you build up the muscle, you build up that attitude, that positive attitude. And people get comfortable in the negativity and the negative attitude. And negative attitudes support their addiction. They justify what they do, you know, in their self-defeating behaviors, whatever that is in people's lives. And so that's something that's so important for me. I live it, I eat it, I breathe it, I sleep it. It's a lifestyle. It is, it is. It's it's a, exactly, it's a way of life. Like I keep saying we feed our tummies daily. We have to feed our minds daily, more so now in this whole global situation. We have mm. to keep topping up our own tank because I say you can't pour from an empty cup. And if we're not topping up our own emotional bank account, we can't give it to others. Um, but first and foremost, we have to maintain our own attitude. And as you know, with doing work with Tony, you can change your attitude by changing your state. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, nice. so that's great. Um, moving on to our next letter, G for grateful. I know you would have this, but what's one thing that you're grateful for today, this week, this month, Press? Yeah, you know, I like to be grateful for the simple things. I'm I'm really grateful that I'm here today, you know, and and you know, I've got a lot of amazing things in my life, but I actually don't need any of them. Mm. You know, I'm grateful for my family, yeah. my kids, you know, and the people that love me and support me. And I'm I'm just grateful to be alive today. I wear this band on my arm that says, "Every day above ground is a good day." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, you know, I really am. I really appreciate it and I believe it. And that allows me to be happy doing anything that I do. If, if the foundation of, you know, yourself is yourself and you existing here, then everything else is just a bonus. Yeah. Happiness comes from within. And whilst it's nice to have, you know, the material things, a nice, I will say car because you're a car nut, um, nice homes and that, but they're not the things that ultimately make us happy. If we've got no family, no friends, you can have all the material things in the world and yeah. be incredibly unhappy. You can have nothing but have family and love and connections and be incredibly happy. As I say, you know, he or she who dies with the most toys still dies. Pretty harsh, <laughs> but true. So it's yep. the simple things and it's the free things that are the priceless things like the, the meal shared with your family or the mm-hmm. walk in the park. 
certainly now we love our freedom that's for sure so yeah having that grateful attitude and that grateful heart for the small things is so important that I want to drill home to each and everyone Um, so thanks for sharing that press our last letter in our courage acronym is the letter e for enjoy life and energy you enjoy life you have great energy how do you keep that up and what um, makes you enjoy life press yep you know me and and enjoying life i I have a lot of energy Uh, they call me the energy guy uh you know sometimes but uh it's it's because i focus really intently on that positivity i focus really intently on that goal and if you focus on the positivity it fulfills your purpose it fulfills that cup you know that you need in life and that is what gives you the energy to be able to go to wake up every day to have a you know to run the business to get through the challenges to do all the things and so i think that would be you know my answer for that yeah and i I think that's a great point because you know focusing on the positivity fulfills your purpose and focusing on the purpose fulfills your positivity as well it's Mm -hmm. a positive cycle so yep Absolutely. Yeah, they work together. It's synergistic. They're not yeah. competing at all and they support each other and it helps you to get to the goal, which really, you know, it, it just concrete, you know, cements everything there. Yes, that's for sure. Um, now, like you, I'm a person of avid learning and that information is powerful, but applied information or applied knowledge is even more powerful. So I'm all about taking action steps, Press. So what's one thing about courage that you'd like our listeners to take action on today, tomorrow, this week, preferably today after they yeah. hear this? Well, you know, whatever challenge it is in your life, whatever you're facing in your life, I want you out there, you listener that's listening right now to look at that challenge and and separate it out from your life and pull it apart and look at your attachment to that challenge. You know, there's things that we create from these challenges. Like when I went through and I shared earlier, you know, I, I had a finance company I was buying another company. That was, that was all that was really happening. Everything else from that I created. I created all these bad feelings. I created the loss. I created the, the whatever spun out of that. So look at the challenges that you're facing right now and really separate them out from what is happening, what that challenge is and who you are today and yeah. find that power in you and recreate yourself as a person that overcomes challenges. Mm, yeah, that's such a valid point. Like you are not the situation. The situation is, it's your emotion that you attach to it that makes it either good or bad. I mean, yes, being taken over by a finance company, that's not necessarily a good situation, but that's not you personally. That is the business. So thank you for clarifying that. Um, That's wonderful. So, yeah, encouraging people to separate themselves from the challenge or adversity or trauma that they're going through whilst that is easy in, you know, saying a little bit harder in practice, but <clears throat> excuse me, making one step towards doing that. Even if they write down the challenge, that's making a positive step towards identifying it so that you can then work on it. Because if you can't like identify it, you can't work on it. Yep. Yeah. It's like I, to use a car lingo, yeah. you know, they, I, uh, you know, diagnose, remove and replace, you know, they say R and R when they do, you know, they diagnose the part that's bad. Mm-hmm. They remove it, you know, and then they replace it with new part. And you can do the same thing with your personal life. 
you know, diagnose is like, look at, you know, identify, like you said, you know, cause if you don't know what your problem is, you can't do anything about it. And yes. then it's just blind block. You're in that fog. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, that's the fog where you have that clear uh, lack of clarity. Mm-hmm. And if you can identify it and then, you know, remove it and replace it with something that's positive, like the positive affirmations, the positive mm-hmm. lifestyle pot goals and different things and find that power in yourself, then you can overcome anything. Yeah, you were talking car lingo, now you're talking my lingo. So <laughs> that's great. Press, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, I can. So I have my website, formulaeq.com. We run weekly live group coaching there and a bunch of different things that support people and their success. And I actually have an international number that you can text. You can text the number 21,000 and, and type in Preston, P-R-E-S-T-O-N, and then I'll reach me and I'll get back to you and connect with you. And uh, if people want one-on-one coaching or different things like that, or support or business support or all the different things I'm up to, but yeah, formulaeq.com. EQ is emotional intelligence, yeah. the emotional quotient. Everyone knows IQ, intellectual intelligence, yeah. but EQ is actually the success that's the differentiator mm. between 89.1% of successful people is strong EQ. I just read a study about that the other day with 65,823 people in study that said that's the number one factor that creates success yes, for entrepreneurs true. and business owners. Yeah, yeah, certainly that's so true. I'm learning more about EQ and um, that's wonderful. And I will have your contact details in the show notes. Um, and I love the international number and 21 is my lucky number. So there you go, yeah. the synergy there, Press. <laughs> so nice. thank you so much for a wonderful interview, the wonderful Preston Week. So, yeah, wishing you a courageous life. And Press, have you got any closing comments? You know, I believe that everyone out there, all the listeners out there, you're more powerful than you even realize you are today. I know this because I've doubted myself before and I've learned to overcome that. I built the tools to teach other people how to understand that, but I know it's true. And I believe in you out there. And so that's really, you know, what I want to leave people. And my mission is to uplift 100% of humanity Mm -hmm. and I've done it by finding those common bonds that we all feel together. We all experience the same. All the details are different in life. You know, mine's a finance company. Someone else might be a death. Someone else might be COVID. Someone else might be anything. But we all experience the same thing. We're all the same. We're all humans together. It's like my business partner, Eldon's podcast, The Human Experience. And we're all in this experience together. And I believe in people. I believe that you're strong and I believe that you can overcome any single thing that you want to in your life. Yeah, thank you. Such beautiful closing comments because, yeah, each and every person, all 7.5 billion people, we all matter. We are all loved, even though it's challenging times. And as I say, the world is a better place for you in it. So, yeah, just live courageously. So thanks so much, Press. It's been a wonderful interview and all the very best. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Bye. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage 
special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.